Hello, this is Danny and Alex, and we are talking to you from the Nature Weird. That today, is right, the Nature Weird. Today is um, a week before uh, Memorial Day weekend, technically. It's Sunday the 23rd. Uh, in Minnesota, it's considered Beyonce Day. Uh, due to the governor dedicating today as Beyonce Day, I think it was like seven years ago, five to seven years ago. Um, anyway, we are so sorry we haven't done anything since Valentine's Day. Uh, we've been really swamped with COVID. I've been swamped with work. I've also uh, acquired a new job too, so it was just it's just been really hectic for me to to get out and do a podcast. So we are now coming to you live with a guest here. Her name is Sarah. Hello. And uh, she is my wife. So uh, we are doing this podcast outside. So you'll be hearing some birds tweeting, maybe some cars passing by. Um, but uh, yeah, we're enjoying the weather before it starts to rain here at around 3 or 4 o'clock tonight. Yep. So... Um, so today is kind of just going to be random we're going to just talk about nature's uh about um alex's garden we're going to talk yep. about uh stuff that i find interesting about how uh the body and nature itself with like sounds and and music and all that other stuff like how how certain things affect the human body uh negatively and positively Okay. So I'll do that part, and then uh, Sarah can kind of pitch in whenever she would like to uh, pitch in, I guess. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's start with, uh, with Alex. We're going to talk about his garden. So we yep. just did a, a walkthrough of his garden earlier today, about half an hour ago, and he showed us all these different things he's growing. And I got a few pictures that I'll try to post on, uh, what is it, uh, Flickr? So that uh, I'll put links into the description so that you can look at those pictures um, via Flickr. Um, and then that way you can see some of the pictures of his garden uh, in the description below. Uh, so here, here's Alex. Hello guys, I'm Alex. I just wanted to tell you I grow mostly indigenous wildflowers, indigenous bushes, trees, of ferns, um, I grow jack-in-the-pulpits, I grow wild roses, I grow cinnamon ferns, ostrich ferns, lady ferns, maidenhair ferns, uh, wild ginger, uh, foam flower, I grow um, many different types of uh, flowers in general and we planted a blue beech tree in our backyard we planted an eastern wahoo tree in our front yard we did a beautiful landscape it looks very very nice very very enriching the bees really like it the birds really like it we put up a bird bath we're enjoying the summer it's kicking off great the 221 nice nice so what kind of plants did he show us he showed us the columbine, you showed us some yes, geraniums. Yes, the eastern wild columbine. It's great for hummingbirds. Nice. Now, I know you guys don't really get a lot of hummingbirds in the city, but the reason why is a lot of people put 
columbine that isn't native or they put columbine from nurseries that treat their plants or they don't plant uh, the right type of columbine. They don't get the, the red columbine. They get the blue columbine and they get the columbine that's artificial. They don't get the columbine that's native. You have to get the columbine that's native. Yeah, yeah. You want to look up your area and what state and zone you're in. Yep. Uh, that way you'll can find out what columbine is native to your region. Yep. And you want to make sure you plant the correct columbine um, just because it probably won't thrive and it probably won't grow or to your it liking. could thrive to the point where it could become an invasive exactly. weed and break out of its habitat. That's what happened to uh, purple loosestrife or buckthorn or yep. garlic mustard. That stuff just takes over. It's just a weed. It's yep. Horrible stuff. Yeah. So, all right, well, we're at over. the. This was a European uh, export that people grew for their cattle a long time ago. Yep. Now it's everywhere. One seed is everywhere. Yep, yep. Everywhere you go, you can find clover these days. Yeah. The cool thing about clovers is uh, there was one time uh, we would go outside when I was in grade school, and we would there'd be a big clover field. And we would, uh, our whole class would spend like 15 minutes trying to look for a four-leaf clover. And it was so much fun because, um, like only two people would find one. And it's like, because it's so rare to find a four-leaf clover. So we, I think only two of the kids, uh, in my class found one. And there was like 10 kids in my class. And so that's literally just 20% of the kids. So, um, so it was, it was kind of interesting and they were able to like put it and and uh, uh we glazed it so that it would harden so they they i think they made it into like a little thing where they could put it like frame it and stuff it's really neat um that was a lot of fun to do that but like again it's it, it is an evasive now it, it, the clovers are evasive and not they, all clovers not all no the purple prairie clover is native correct and then there's the bush clover and then there's the white prairie clover those are native clovers and they have leaves of three too nice. but their leaves are straw shaped and pointed cool they're not round like these clovers have round leaves yeah native clovers are pointed like grass got it Alright, so now my section of the podcast, uh, I, I have done some research on how uh, sounds and the environment and uh, nature and certain things in daily life can affect our health. Um, it's really weird how uh, certain sounds do that. So like, for instance... Loud noises. Loud noises really, make really us angry. Good. They make us mad. That, that also uh, accumulates stress and uh, anxiety. Um, then there's um, uh, scents like uh, lavender. Lavender helps us to calm down, to kind of relax. Um, and then there's like orange and uh, more uh, like citrusy smells that wake us up and like boost our energy and give us the stimulation to go for, go on for the day. Um, uh, what else in nature is there? There's um, peppermint cures 
a lot of illness. Yeah, so like peppermint, uh, peppermint oil and peppermint actually helps with a lot of uh, illnesses. They say that uh, it even kind of helps with uh, fungus. So if you have any fungus, uh, yeah, it treats fungus. Peppermint is a very good, strong fungi treatment. Um, so yeah, it's an antifungal. Uh, it's really amazing. Uh, it's, it's some people ingest the oil, which is not recommended because it can be very strong and really mess up your body. But it does, it is a very uh, healthy and natural way to uh, to help with fungus and uh, help with a lot of sicknesses too. Um, so yeah, uh, what else? And then there's like uh, weather. So like, let's say it's a beautiful day out. You're more inclined to go out, ha be happy, be um, kind to other people because it's it's sunny. When it's rainy, people are like just tired and, and angry and then like uh, the weather affects our moods as well. So it's kind of neat. Um, I don't have any resources for you to go to, but if you go to the internet and check what nature, how nature affects us as human beings, you can see a lot of different things, how certain sounds, certain smells, certain tastes, certain um, weather patterns. Like it, it's so weird how in sync we are to nature that it can affect us health-wise. Uh, the one thing I do want to put out there is stay positive. Don't be negative because negativity uh, is one of those things that can accumulate and, and uh, get so overwhelming uh, and anxious. That's all you think about. Yeah, oh, and then the, you'll eventually only think about negative thoughts. And it, that is actually scientifically proven to cause cancer, to cause ulcers, to cause... Uh, very bad things because it 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 builds up into your build your 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 body until you the toxins from that develop like sores and and uh, ulcers and and cysts and stuff like that. So basically, um, you want to stay positive. You want to be kind. You want to be positive. You want to share your positivity and kindness with others. Um, so when you do a good deed for somebody, tell them to pay it forward. If they pay it forward, it's just going to blossom and bloom from there. Yeah, really, it's just one of those things that being positive and optimistic is always a healthy choice because you'll live longer when you're positive and more healthy um, compared to when you're negative um, and, and just worrying and all that stuff. It's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't have control what, with, when it comes to what happens in their life. So don't worry about it. Let, let it happen. Don't be a worry wart. This goes out to my brother, Ryan. Worrying, worrying is not what you need to do. Worrying is, is not anything you need to do because 90% of the time you can't control the outcome. So don't worry, please. Just be happy, just live life, accept life for what it is. Things will get better. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, part of the time. So now, Sarah, if you wanna say anything uh, about what you think, how nature affects you in life. Um, 
Well, I know that like nature can affect um, nature can affect your mental health a lot. Um, if you're like like Danny said, if you're thinking negative, a lot of the negativity can go to even as far as leading to depression or anxiety. If you worry to a certain degree, you can become anxious and even it can cause panic attacks or things that are more, further more serious. Yep. So you want to just keep even keel and even if you get anxious, um, try to stay away from things like tobacco or um, things that are going to hurt your body because it's definitely not worth it because it's going to make you more anxious. It is. In the long run, it will it will make it worse. And it, it, for health reasons, it won't help out. So yep. uh, the cool thing I do want to mention about nature is uh, if you can go camping, do it because um, camping is a releaser. Um, for many people uh, that don't know this, when you go out in nature, it's beautiful because you can embrace nature because if you think about it, uh, long, long, long ago, thousands upon thousands of years ago, we lived and coexisted with nature, uh, hence the cavemans and the mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And so nature is a part of us, uh, if you think about it. And when we can go camping uh, like once or twice in our uh, year, just go camping for a weekend and embrace nature go hiking and it's so much fun i mean you might not like it because you might have not have a cell signal and you can't play your 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 uh blackout candy bingo. crush or blackout <laughs> bingo but no don't worry about that you can always come back you to that when you get back into the cell bite into a exactly you can like it, oh a lot of these places out camping, you know, you won't be able to, like, enjoy the luxuries of life. But it's always fun to be able to experience life as it was way back. So, I mean, it, it, it's nice to embrace nature, hear nature's sounds, see leaves and plants and experience mm -hmm. insects and wildlife. Um... So it's just really nice to be able to coexist with nature. So I highly recommend to at least go camping twice a year if you can in a tent or in a camper or whatever or an RV because it's 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 worth it. I mean, in an RV you kind of have the luxuries of an RV, but like again, it's it's nice to be able to to go out and experience nature from wh what it was when we experienced it thousands upon thousands of years ago. So I, again, I recommend camping. And I, I do have to say, I went camping at Frontenac uh, National Park. Um, I think it was like three years ago. Yeah. And I don't necessarily recommend the barefoot part of it, but I bare, I went on a barefoot hike for two, th like two or three miles. Nice. And I climbed a bunch of rocks and a bunch of trees to get through the hike and it was barefoot and it was in the rain and it just felt so natural so surreal and yeah. so surreal and yep. like so it felt really good to be just in touch with nature completely like your your feet aren't even wearing shoes you're like yep. just letting your feet touch the ground you're letting yourself be grounded you're letting yourself be like just you're completely actually letting, in sync with nature yes exactly 
And it was and the most beautiful experience I've ever had. It's really weird because um, a lot of naturalists um, that that love nature and go, go experience nature on a regular basis more than we do, uh, they like to put their bare feet on the ground because they can feel earth and the aura that earth produces mm -hmm. and how they can be in sync with the earth and nature when they're able to actually have their skin, their feet, touch the ground and embrace the mud and the grass and and just and the sands and all that stuff. Just being able to experience nature with your bare feet and your bare hands, being able to touch nature and grasp nature, uh, is just so much fun. So so surreal, like we said earlier. So so much fun. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up on the 18-minute mark. So we have one more minute to say our farewells. Uh, so, Sarah, do you want to say any last-minute things? Any, like, no, just get out PCAs? There get out there and go do stuff. Go camping, catch a walleye, catch a pike. Go. I PSAs, public service announcements. <laughs> yep, public service Yeah, so, and uh, I'm doing this in honor of Alex. Go yep. out there, get some fish. Go out there, eat some burgers. Go yep. out there, eat your meaty, meaty heart out, and yep. just love your meat, love your fish, love your, your, your food, and and just be glad that God gave us those resources so we can nourish and 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 thrive as well. So, uh, this is uh, Alex and Danny. Sign with out our, on your. Yeah, with our guest Sarah Graves. Yep. So Alex Jung, Danny Rorty, and Sarah Graves signing out. Bye. Bye. Bye.